there comes a time in life that you stop letting things just happen to you. You erase the handwriting of the enemy in your life and you hand over the pen to God as you take a passenger seat and become a co-writer in the story of your life. This episode is for anyone that has ever felt the crippling effect of feeling counted out. Has ever been in a season or seasons where nothing made sense. And then you decide to stop accepting the narrative of certain things. (laughs) That girl was me. And sometimes still is me. I had to get up and decide what I was doing just wasn't working anymore. I had to trade my comfort zone for what I would describe as a season of undoing. I am not a motivational speaker, but I am speaking from my experience. I ask you to join me in this special episode of celebrating one year of the existence of this podcast, Breakthrough, and get to know the voice behind this a little bit more intimately. Let's jump right in. Hey guys, welcome back, Gift here again. And today is a very special um, episode because if you don't know what today is, honestly, I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> just saying, just kidding. But today is our one year, so happy anniversary to breathe through. Uh, we have existed for a whole year now today, and it is my birthday too. And honestly, to be honest, I did launch this podcast so you guys can always tell me happy birthday. I know. I'm kidding. I <laughs> Well, I launched this podcast on my birthday last year because it just signified a new age. Like it was a new season I was going into um age-wise and I it felt right. So and I was bored last year to be honest, we're in a pandemic. We're still in a pandemic, but I was extremely bored and I went for it. So happy one year to us guys. Like I'm excited. I'm beaming with joy because today's my birthday. Also, I'm feeling good. I feel great. And I'm making this episode today. This episode is very, very dear to my heart. If I've said that before, I want to top it up a notch for this one, because I am talking about something that as been as it feels real even recording this podcast it's something that I am recounting seasons that I've been through I've gone through I've overcome I've just seasons of my life where it, it feels very real um so Yes. Um, I'm going to jump right in because I don't want to take too long. Honestly, I just kind of wanted to say happy one year to us. So now that we got that out the way, we're going to be talking about we're going to break this into three subtitles. So we're going to talk about the narrative, the undoing and a tug of war between both seasons. So three subtitles. If you just missed it, I'm going to read it again. The narrative, the undoing and a tug of war between both seasons. Before we start, I'm going to I'm going to start with the narrative, of course. Um I do want to read out a definition of what a narrative is. So, when I typed on Google, Google told me a narrative is a spoken or written account of connected events, a story. So, it makes sense. Um, when we talk about a narrative, it is it is a series of events that are core in your life that help you put together that's how you build a narrative you cannot form a narrative without having um, a sequence of things that have happened over time um, it is it is very abnormal to just pick one event and tell yourself that's a narrative 
or in a movie. No, a narrative is a is a pattern, like you're seeing it over and over again. So that builds brings me into jumping right in. Um, one thing I notice is um, we tell ourselves a lot of things as we go through life. Like this life is not easy, guys. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> it's really not easy. And we tell ourselves a lot of things, you know, we have so many moments in life, but good and bad, the good, bad and the ugly. Is that how they say it? And um, it's funny how human beings, um, a lot of times, even when we have um, so much good that's happening, those those negative ones just seem to stand out for some reason. They seem to overshadow um, a lot of things. And it's not good. Honestly, it's really not good. I have lived life. I I mean, I'm still young, but I have lived a good amount. Like, I mean, for you guys that don't know, I grew up in Nigeria. So I almost feel like I lived my life in Nigeria slash the U.S. Um, I split my life into two. It's so weird when I think about it um, sometimes how part of my life, my childhood, when people are talking about, oh, did you watch SpongeBob? I'm like, no, I was watching Tom and Jerry. <laughs> so um, it's interesting, but I have had so much good that has happened to me. Like, and honestly, I'm a Christian, so I give it to God. I have had so much good that has happened um, that I I think back and I'm like, wow, I've I had a I had a great time. I've 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 had a good life. Um, to be fair, honestly, I've I've had some moments where I was crying tears of joy I was overwhelmed by the faith like God's favor and like I was overwhelmed by love from friends and family and just moments that have happened milestones in my life but then sadly guys I mean I I've also had those times where I felt defeated um that's where the the negative narrative comes in and um can kind of take over and um, wh- what am I talking about? So I'm going to like, for example, I've had moments where somebody's giving me a compliment. And for some reason, I'm just like, I brush it to the side and I don't believe it about myself. And I just kind of kill it. You know, those things you do when someone says, oh, you look so pretty. And you're just like, I, I do like, girl, I know. <laughs> and then you just kill your own thing. And it-, it-, it builds up and it stems from somewhere. And also moments where I I felt like I was, I felt counted out, um, where different things, was it like maybe my jobs in the past, like times I wouldn't speak up for myself. I just kind of felt like I was in a shadow and like I was always constantly in the shadow of, of my real self. Um, I wasn't living in my whole being. I was in this shadow that kept, that was very it was crippling. That's, that's the best thing, best way to explain it. Um, I was overpowered with overthinking. Um, sometimes I still overthink, but I was, it was a lot back then. Um, I've had times where my current job, like I felt like I would have so much to say on a call, but I wouldn't say it. And for anybody that knows me, I'm very expressive now. Um, I was that child growing up that would speak her mind. I was probably that child that would, tell tell a guest like my parents said my parents are sleeping or something like that like I was just that child to be very expressive and very growing up so I knew it was in me it was somewhere in me but narratives of life when things keep happening when people make comments to you that are stirring from their own insecurities and they project it on you and 
you know, you just tell yourself certain things in your mind. It is crippling. And this narrative starts to build up like, oh, am I just not like, is, is, am I just not good enough? Um, for lack of better words, like, oh, can I, like, can I actually, am I actually, you know, just, just little things you tell yourself that just, you just count yourself out. And it, it was me. Um, as far back as like even college, there were times that I would do a presentation and people would tell me like, wow, gift, you killed it. And I would kill it because I'm like, no, I did it. No, I did it. And I'll be looking at somebody else killing it and admiring the confidence. But I just didn't know it was in me. I was my own biggest enemy. Um, and I use the word enemy lightly, but I was my own biggest um, critic it's fair it's good to be your own critic when you want to grow but I was I just didn't believe a lot of things that people saw in me because life um I think I've talked about in the past in friendships I am I was like way back in college slash high school I was the friend over pouring myself like guys you know how you carry a bag of load like I just felt like I had to keep giving my friends giving giving it was a from a place of love but I didn't feel like I was poured into and I didn't feel like I should expect that so I was just in a place where come on I just I wasn't I, I just no it wasn't working it just was not working at all and I constantly played this narrative over and over I got up and I would constantly pouring to others constantly not believe what people were seeing I mean constantly project those things that I've heard maybe from people that didn't have my best interests at heart tell me about myself and like I just believed it but guess what y'all it comes a time where you have to stand up and you have to command things to start to align you have to walk in a season where you purposely have to undo certain things and this is when I started tapping into a message by Sarah Jakes. I live by Sarah Jakes. If you guys know me, I love that woman. She is a powerful, phenomenal preacher. And I'm going to play a clip right now that helped me a lot as I transitioned into my season of undoing. Let's jump right in. I transitioned into the season of undoing. What does that mean? <laughs> undoing is something you almost have to, it's almost like peeling things that, it's like, I, I think of it as like a, like an onion. Um, and you almost have to peel everything you've told yourself. Um, everything people you've heard in the past, everything you've, just everything that has been told, it's, it's an unraveling moment. Once I transitioned into the stage, guys, honestly, I, I knew it wasn't going to be easy. Did I know that this stage had to happen? Yes. It was a stage that I had tried um, to walk into before, but I, I kind of tiptoed out of it. Like, 
I've tried. I knew this was my growth. My growth was here. I knew that gift was living inside of this stage. I knew that I had to do the work, but I didn't, I, I just, I just wasn't ready. I didn't have the strength and I didn't realize where the strength had to be drawn for from, which is the Holy Spirit. And, um, I transitioned into the stage. Um, I felt like I needed to fight like I had never fought before. And this is not a fight of like physical fighting. It is a fight between what you used to tell yourself and what you want to be telling yourself, what you need to be that version of you that you see in the far distance that you believe you have to believe you can attain. So at this point in my life, I, I had to, I had to, there were times, uh, let me, let me even cite some examples. There were times I would, like I currently um, work in a corporate field right now. I'm currently in my, in a, in a role that is sales and marketing um, that goes hand in hand. And there were times where I've seen these beautiful young ladies come talk to us. Like, I would just admire them from a distance and, like, see how confident they were in their charisma and how they, how they spoke, how they carried themselves, how they answered questions. And, guys, for, for crying out loud, these people were not far from my age. They were not. It wasn't like they, they're, like, in their 40s or anything, like, or they're in their 30s, like, they, I mean, maybe early thirties, but like they were not far from my age, and in my head, I'm like, I too can do that. <laughs> like, I mean, it wasn't even a thing to brag. It was just something that behind closed doors, I knew I could do that. I knew, I knew I had something in me that was very expressive. Um, I knew that I was silencing a lot, and I knew that it was the narrative that I kept telling myself that no gift like they don't need to your your opinion doesn't count like guys I'm being real there's some things I would tell myself like nobody wants to hear from you right now again like you don't have to say those things it's fine like just keep quiet just stay quiet just stay quiet just stay quiet gift just stay quiet and I would stay quiet and I would stay quiet and I would stay quiet for years for years for years and I would buy into little um subtle jokes people would would throw at me and it, it just stuck and honestly I started telling myself from 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 a distance i too can lead a team call at work like if somebody says i look good why am i not believing it <laughs> like what is what's wrong with you gifts like why aren't you believing that what is like honestly what is wrong with you i too can be like that person because it's in me it was it's not it's it's a different thing if you're admiring someone from a distance and you just, um, maybe you're on the more introverted side or more on the shy side, but no, that wasn't me. Like I said, guys, I was that girl. I remember five-year-old me, six-year-old me. I was that confident, energetic, little, little child in my house running her mouth. So it was always there. My parents would always tell me like, oh, gift, you were just like always talkative and like, and I just always knew it was there. Y'all, at this point, this season of undoing, I had to fight. It was a fight I had to have by changing my thoughts. When, I th when I'm thinking something, I had to, in the moment, I had to counter it. I had to fight in prayers. I had to start fighting. Like I said, it was not a physical fight. I started fighting in prayers. I started talking to God more. 
I started telling myself, no, you too can have it. It it, it can be you too. Whatever it is you want to do, you can do it too. If somebody says you look good, damn right I look good. (laughs) You feel me? Like, and it's not a thing of cockiness. It's just a thing of you look good. Just take it. They are clearly seeing something that you're not seeing. You look good. And I started, I, it, it was, it was, it wasn't the easiest thing, but I fought because there were days where I, it was almost easy to revert back into that narrative. And I started fighting. I fought for myself. I fought hard. I fought hard. I, I, I started letting go of like the friends that would say shady things and say and laugh through it like haha no 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 I started letting go of people like that I started um I started simply just deciding that I wanted more supportive friends that I was pouring into and I was getting back in return I it was like I started dress I started dressing the like role I wanted to they do say fate it till you make it right so I started fating it I decided that I, I'm going to get up and I decide I want to look good today. And I decided to feel like I look good and believe that I look good. When somebody complimented me, I decided to take it in. I decided to occupy my own space. This podcast, honestly, is for anyone that has just not been feeling like themselves lately. This is for anyone that has decided I too can have those things that I secretly desire. And they're not material things. I mean, come on, we can all, I mean, we can go out and buy food and drinks and stuff like that. Like we can, I mean, come on, if you want, like you can, you can do those things to an extent. Like if you're God willing, you can do those things. But these things are the subtle things you tell yourself. And I'm speaking to my ladies right now. I'm not a motivational speaker, guys, please but I'm speaking to that girl that just feels like you don't, you don't, you're not supposed to be in those rooms or like you're not supposed to be in that space or nobody needs to hear your voice. No, they do. I started taking action. I started to talk to God more. I started being louder on my team calls. (laughs) okay not loud like I'm just trying to be annoying but like loud as and if I had a thought I started dominating this the role that I was given at work I started inviting God into my daily life because this is not a battle you can fight on your own I started to do things I wanted to do if I wanted to travel I desired to travel I just went <laughs> I went I started doing things that I was I don't even know it was just this crippling effect that had overwhelmed me I just started to do it because I want to and because I desired and because God has blessed me enough to be able to do it I started to fight for gifts I started to stop the narrative. I said, no more. I don't want to be that girl in high school. No, it's not working anymore. And then I transitioned into the tug of war season. So this is the season where it's, it's a battle between, between both stages. So it's a battle between the narrative stage and the undoing stage. Now, 
don't I don't want to lose you. The undoing stage is you turn around the intentional decision to change, to fight and change those things. What is the definition of a tug of war? The t- a tug of war is simply a contest in which two teams are pulling at opposite ends of the rope until one drags down the other over a central line. So, I mean, for, for you guys, I mean, I grew up in Nigeria. I did, I mean, I did most of my my secondary school life in Nigeria and I it was I the tug of war I did that and <laughs> something we call inter-house sport which is like a sporting activity and you kind of have to pull between two the two you're pulling you're pulling you're pulling it's a battle of the the, the fittest to be honest and I entered the stage that was the old life fighting the new one that you crave emphasis on you crave um the old life, which is a narrative, this is a time where things become a little harder and you almost have to double that fight in a spiritual way, honestly. Um, it was a time that um, it's, it's, it's a time where you have to, you, you start to see maybe sometimes you revert to that narrative and you kind of stay there a little bit and then you jump back out to the undoing stage and you're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting. You're fighting between those two. At this point, a lot of things that worked for me, if I was to if I was to encourage somebody out there, was going back, um, doing those things, like talking to friends, talking to um, those supportive friends that I I started I started investing in and started um, taking time out to nurture. I started doing a lot of things like talking to God. I cannot make this podcast without implying that I am a Christian. I brought God in. He was a huge factor in this. I also started just countering, speaking life into myself. I cannot, sometimes, you know, you speak life and it just doesn't feel like it's working in the moment, but I started speaking life into situations. I remember um, a time, even shortly before my birthday, I had called one, I had called my sister and I was just doing it. I was just venting. I was just, we were just having a conversation. I was venting. And she told me something. She said gifts. Well, my family calls me gifty, but she said gifty. Do you realize that I use your life as a prayer point? I use your experience. I use how God has favored you. I use how God has constantly shown up in your life as a prayer point. And guys, like that thing hits me. <laughs> guys, it hit me, man. It hit me for real because I was like, "Wow!" I was, I was speechless. I was, I, I was, I didn't know what to say because this narratives have crippled me so much. Like I, I wasn't seeing clearly anymore, and it started putting things in picture. You are gift. You have a good life. You're doing things that you've always desired to do. Like, guys, somebody gave me a call the other day and she was like, hey, I just wanted to call you because um, I see like you're working and your company is one I want to, your company is one I want to work for. And um, I admire you so much. I admire how you carry yourself. And I was like, wow, little old me. And it, 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 it's, it hits me like, why am I not seeing those things? What is wrong with me? But anyways, I say all this to say, I don't want to drag on this podcast too long, but I say all this to say that 
I am currently in that tug of war stage where I have stepped into the undoing season. I have stepped into times where I'm countering everything that the enemy is trying to tell me, those things that I can't have. If I want to book a trip, I'm going to go. If I want to go eat that, I'm going to eat that. If I want to, yes, I can have that um, relationship. And I'm talking romantically now. Yes, I can have that relationship that I desire. Yes, I can have that man that is good and godly ordained for me. Yes, I can have that guy that um, pours into me. Yes, I can have that friend that is very supportive of me. Yes, I can have that job. Yes, I can speak on a call. Yes, I can. I can do I can do what I want. And if I can't do it in a moment, it will come. It will come. So that's all. That's that's really the podcast today. And the reason I'm I'm doing it is because I can't not do it. I cannot make this episode on a day like this celebrating my birthday. Um I maybe some would say it's a testimony, some would say it's just an encouraging podcast, some would say it's um it's just me doing a special um special um giving thanks to God. Someone's it's it's just it's just letting you know that it's you almost you have to fate it till you make it fate f a i t h fate it and I'm still in this undoing season I'm still every day I don't know the season I don't think it has an end date I think it's something we go through life and you just it just keeps coming up and you just have to fight and I'm choosing to fight like I've never fought before because the outcome is amazing i i feel good now i have my down days guys but i feel good i feel like the you know how to say what 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 what's um would you tell your 16 year old self i think she will be so proud i'm i'm grateful to god i am i am grateful um the journey has never been easy but I've always felt God in it. Um, I'm appreciative of everything that has happened till this day because it has led me um, to making this episode. So whoever is out there, if you're in a season where you're just not feeling like yourself, if you're in a season where you feel emphasis on you feel, feel counted out. If you're in a season where you just you're just desiring these things from a distance, it can be you too. And it doesn't like like I'm saying, it can be you as in those little things that you tell yourself, like you you desire in that um influencer on Instagram and how confident she is. It can be you too. You don't need to be an influencer. You can step into it. <laughs> but guys, um, yes. In in all seriousness, though, I I really hope this episode encouraged somebody out there. I hope that um you were able to some some positive light was shed on somebody and um I truthfully truthfully hope that we keep fighting it till we make it um you step into your undoing season and start to undo those things that um the enemy is trying to tell you and the enemy can project himself from through people too and you know I mean we're we're individuals in the world so that's that's probably the only way he can do it so um the enemy what the enemy is trying to tell you it is not true it is a lie so i just want to i'm thankful i just want to say happy one year to us again and um yeah i'm appreciate for you guys constantly supporting 
and tuning in. Please keep following our podcast page on Instagram, Breathe Through Underscore Podcast. Um, keep liking, sharing, staying up to date. Keep giving me feedback, guys. I want to hear from you. Come on, y'all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do appreciate everybody that has done so, so far. Um, we're friends. Text me. If you don't have my number, ask for my number. I'm just kidding. Actually, I mean, we can be friends. I'm very open to um, friendship. I, I mean, you can't just give anybody your number by the end of the day um, for security purposes. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. Okay, I, I'm definitely playing too much right now. But I, I do appreciate you guys for real. And, yeah, I hope to talk to you again soon. And, yeah, have a good one.